0: Hey, it's Michael Rosso. I'm here in the studio with Leslie Lazenby. Hi, everyone. Mark O'Brien. Hey, there. And Mr. Owen McCafferty. Guten Tag. Yes, hi. You have a great middle name, by the way. Owen Michael.
1: That's right. You may want to consider switching it, actually, so that you're Michael. When I was in Northern Ireland, depending on what what part of the neighborhood I was at, it was either Owen or Michael.
2: Uh, You've all admitted it. Michael, your middle name? Lewis. And Mark?
3: I'm I'm nice to the little creatures, Francis. Francis.
2: Okay,
0: that's not very nice. Like and you Father would never Francis guess Monty. mine.
2: You'd Sorry, never no? guess mine in a million. Leslie Ann. I don't have one. Oh. Oh. Now I actually want Bo to see a Queen of the Ancient Brits, but uh, I just haven't gotten it legally done yet. Yeah. Can't put that on a birth certificate. Can't you? Oh, sure you can. Um. Type smaller. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about movie film a continuing conversation about movie film oh and when I first met you at the FPP walking workshop it was I don't know 2014 years ago, yeah. 2014 2015,
1: yeah,
0: 2015 I, think. I mean that was a still photography event we were all there shooting stills you were shooting stills I guess after that you emailed me to ask me about to you know suggesting uh, you know writing blogs for movie film how did you do you remember how we got into the email exchange talking about movie film?
1: I, I, no. <laughs> That's a short answer. I don't know if I were, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But like at, at some point we started talking, I think about FOMA. Okay. And then, and then it just kind of went from there, I think. Because I had maybe either mentioned to you about like shooting it. Yes. Or, or maybe you guys talked about it on a show and I was like, no, actually you can get filmed for that camera. Something like that. Okay. Something to that
0: effect. You're much younger than I am, and I always think of younger people not being, uh, not being as I mean, really much into the, the super, you know, I mean, the stuff you're into is like 1930s, 40s, regular eight. Like, how did you get involved and excited about shooting these home movie formats?
1: When I was uh, a kid, I spent a lot of time with my grandmother because she was built-in babysitter and she was free. And I used to go rummaging around the attic, and I came across my grandfather's Sears... Shag
3: films. (laughs) He
1: did have those. Oh, he did? He did, he did. Okay, Smokey, roll them.
4: Hey! (laughs) Um,
1: I came across the uh, Sears Tower Super 8. Actually, it was a dual 8 projector, so it did Super 8 and Regular 8. And his and his movies, which I had seen before on VHS, that my parents had did in the '80s when they seen them, it was a terrible quality. So I put them in the projector, and I was expecting to see the same kind of quality because I didn't know what the hell it was. As the VHS, as the VHS, and then I project these Kodachrome movies on the projector in the attic. You remember the remember the scene in Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon where he gets locked up in the attic and he's, like, bundled up in, like, a fur coat and he's watching the home movies and he starts crying.
3: That was me, but, like, I was 12. And and... you get whacked in the head by the mirror.
1: Right. But I didn't... um, I I was just, like, blown away. I'd never seen anything like that. Kodachrome projected with a projector on the side of the... And then I found his camera, and that just, like, that was it for me. Uh, That was what got me interested in photography. Both
0: moving pictures and still photography. Kodachrome. Kodachrome. Mm-hmm. Did your parents or grandparents
1: have a camera that
0: you were able to use to shoot?
1: My, We still have my grandfather's – My, they did all the shopping at Sears Roebuck, so that's where everything was was from. And I shot with his camera. It broke after, like, two cartridges. And then my grandma said, well, we're going to go and find you another camera. And my grandmother was, like, my the financial backer to all my – Because she, you know, she, I, we were very close. Mm -hmm. So she, my parents were like, "I'm not. We're not spending fifteen dollars on a roll of movie film. If you want." You can use your dad's high eight movie camera, Blah. right? And uh, so she was, very, and she bought me a Bell and Howell auto load uh, Super Eight camera, and and that was it. Wow, and an antique store, fifty bucks. So that seems like a lot of money in two thousand three. No, it was. I mean, in a case had all the packaging. It was okay. Beautiful. So it was your grandmother
0: who sort of encouraged you your creativity exactly. to to try different things, yeah. where your parents were kind of, you know,
1: ah. No, I just don't. No, I mean, they, you know, they, they, don't, they want to be, you know, they want me to be happy, but, like... Here, to use this. Affordably. My happy. dad, my dad's not spending 20 bucks on a roll of film for three and a half right. minutes. So but did... My grandmother was, you know, I got spoiled.
2: Right. You shoot them honey. We'll take him in for you. Right. That now, what her.
0: grade were you in at this point? Junior high. Okay. Was there any support, like, in the school or other students or friends? Like, was there, like, a little gang or club?
1: It's funny. There, there were no gangs or clubs. But it, it was... It was funny because I would bring my old cameras to school and, like, shoot with them, and I I always got made fun of. Oh, for real? Yes. Oh, man. Owen is so weird. Why does he have all these old cameras? Like, you're an idiot. Get it? Get a digital Because ca- remember, this is 2002, 2003. Like, this is when digital cameras are, like, the cool thing. And I got made fun of. And now, today, all the cool kids have film photography, uh, you know, film cameras. So, um... No, but when I was in high school, we had black and white photography, and that's when things kind of changed. You were not like a cool kid in school. No, I and I listened to records. I had a Camel cigarette backpack that, I think my, parents, that my parents got from sending in the coupons. Right? Yes. Uh, I used to I used to put LPs oh. to go to my friend's house after school. We'd listen to records, and people used to give me so much shit.
3: Like I was so weird. Wow, you were, you were ahead of your time.
1: Yeah, but now people call me a hipster and it really pisses me off because I'm like, no, no. No. No, you guys were making fun of me right. You know, 20 years ago. You're the real deal. And it's like, I've been doing this the whole time, you jerks. So wow. So anyway, there's my bitter story for you. Okay.
0: So, and back then, uh, so 2003, 2004... Uh, Kodak Kodachrome still existed. Still, still mm-hmm. existed for folks listening. Kodak, Kodak Kodak Kodachrome. Oh my God! I'm just holding oh, my yeah. head. It's oh, just yeah. such.
1: I'll start to cry if I if I talk about it. It was the there. most
0: beautiful. Yep. The most beautiful film stock ever invented. The Longevity of it. Yeah. The colors. Yes. Yep. To this day, if if it's an old film that comes in, it's shot on Kodachrome.
2: You know it, don't you? You know. Oh, it. Oh, you know it's it, it like,
0: immediately. It's
2: People bring me in stacks of slides to scan. I don't, like I don't even have to see a mount. Pick it up. It's Kodachrome.
0: Yeah, reds. I know we're, we're, reds. we're lately we're oogling Ektachrome, and that's great. Ektachrome is great. But if this were an era where there's Kodachrome, Pale we wouldn't comparison. be saying Ektachrome no. is great. No. Comparison. You know, so... I I I feel very good the fact that you were able to experience this in an era where it existed and you were able to get processing. And it
1: was cheap. I mean, Ektachr- uh, Kodachrome, Super 8 and O three O four, 304 maybe 20 bucks. I know that doesn't sound cheap now, but think about a roll of the new Ektachrome and Super 8, so yes. over $40. So you were shooting both movie film and Kodachrome slide still film. slide film. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Wow. And what was your camera of choice?
1: Still? Yeah. Still camera? Um, I don't remember. Hmm. I had a lot of, I had the Mercury too Which I know I think John or Is it John or Mark? Mark, Mark Dalzell We've got him uh, I, got had a, two, I had yeah. a bunch I had probably had A hundred cameras When I was <sighs> so Where I you was in? your first 126, 126 camera Owen. first Oh we talked about this today. First 126 camera And you know <laughs> those, those who know Those who know me Will, will not be surprised By this <laughs> At all But my first 126 camera Was the Lady Carefree
3: a Lady Carefree, yeah. <laughs> <Isn't that laughs> great? which we discussed on Thank the FTP, yeah. okay. and that was made by Balda. Okay, for for real, for Argus. real. Yeah,
1: it was a great camera. It had the gold. Yes, nameplate. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Very dainty.
0: I'll wait a little bit before I have another cookie. I think you should. Yeah, you'd yeah. <laughs> be buzzing around, Mike. I see threads online, people talking about Kodachrome. People asking about Kodachrome, and I feel I feel awful that like people can't experience that now. Yeah. And there was like a dark period where Kodachrome went away, Ektachrome went away. That was it. So was there a while when, for movie film that there was no projectable movie film ma- being made? There was always
1: black and white reversal. So tri Oro, and FOMA was around. Um, they make Super 8 as well, the FOMA? FOMA does. They do? They do. Does the Freestyle carry that as well? Freestyle, I don't think carries that. Okay. There's actually quite a few... Uh, FOMA products that you can't get
2: in the U.S. Leslie. This has always confused me because I have not shot movies. You said reversal. I always thought when I would see a box that said reversal on it, that meant I was going to get a negative and I had to contact print that to make a positive. But that is not true, is it? No, it's not. It is a positive right out of the camera, correct?
1: Yes. Cool. Some people call it transparency. It doesn't make sense to call it slide film because... Right,
2: right. We, a that's a chip right. uh, that right. was that's mounted. Just, yeah. But, but is,
0: You know, uh, it is very confusing, though. For example, I'll use the analogy of uh, a newbie will shoot a roll of slide film, E6 film, but not know anything about processing it, Sending it send it to their lab, and since the lab doesn't do E6 slide film positive... They just cross-process it and send back the negatives. And no one knows anything. Right. And the person who gets it back is like, oh, man, that's cool.
5: (laughs) No matter how good the photographer, some slide films refuse to show life in its true colors. Kodak Ektachrome film sees every shade under the sun. (laughs) Where some films could barely make out the girl. Ektachrome film sees every freckle, though time stands still for no one, ektachrome film can hold it in mid-flight. Kodak ektachrome film tells the whole truth, and nothing but the truth.
0: Hey, we're back. So everyone listening at home that's doing their own black and white processing, and there are plenty of folks listening who are doing their own processing, and a small pocket of people who are also doing the reversal and are intense about reversal. You know, little old me, you know, my D76. The normal process, is there just an extra step?
1: Yes, although with your developer... You want a good high-contrast developer for a lot of black-and-white reversal. So, like, a D, it used to be D96 Mm -hmm. was Kodaks. D19 was another. I use the D19 because it's a little bit higher of a contrast, so you get a better reverse. But what I like about the D19 is you can essentially process any movie film at the same time, same temperature, black-and-white reversal, and it comes out well.
2: You're not going to find that off-the-shelf anywhere. D nineteen. Yes, you can. It is a Kodak product. Photographers' formulary. formulary sells I just it gonna, a, in a box. I was just going to recommend. They probably have it as so photographers' it formulary. And it Lasts forever. It you does. Can do like
1: fifteen. I've done like fifteen rolls in the soup that I have now. Comes out beautifully. <laughs> These people are a blessing.
0: Like I don't think we give enough appreciation. For, I mean, think about it. The photographer the formulary guys. Oh, those people are freestyle. First people to bring in fomo yeah. Like all these people that are bringing these tools. Hmm. I mean, it's amazing. And I, I, you know, I've never really dug deep into ph- photographers' formulary catalog. I mean, they have oh, amazing oh, it's, stuff, it's, right? It's, it's
2: just stuff like a wish catalog, isn't it? And you're going to have to give yeah. them
1: your passport for the DEA form. <laughs> but like, yes, you, know. you do. You, you yeah
2: yeah. I've
1: done
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I mean the only thing we carry here in the F- FPP online store is the the tech, Technodoll. Yes, from substitute TD three TD three TD three. Now we don't, T- more, <laughs> we don't have any more. We don't have any more Techpan in the house, but I really love the TD three for like the high contrast yes. films. Right. It's just a, such a nice developer, and we we carry that. But I never got into Reversing you know. It. I have to tell you, you know the stuff you're doing, Owen. Some of it, you know, I, I see the videos. Mm. I post them on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. blows me
1: away. It's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's easy. I mean, some of the chemistry is a bit dodgy. It's
0: you know. easy once you do it, right? I mean, that's important. Yeah. So you kind of just dive in. Right. So folks listening, whether you want to reverse your still photography film or your movie film, and really the only difference is a bigger tank, right? Correct. Oh, <laughs> Leslie. We, is, we, is, just, we
1: no, just got an O no, from Leslie. Drying it.
0: Drawing oh, drying it.
1: As it. it. a, a challenge, but there's a lot of like stuff you can do at home. And anytime. also,
0: people at home, like they're using a generic term, like "Oh, I'm going to go on eBay and get a Lomo tank." But I think you mentioned to me that there are different types yes. of, and you want to look for a specific type.
1: I would say you want to look for the UB1 tank. Now, why? Why is that? Because it's the least expensive and the and the uh, one you'll find the most plentiful. Okay, but they're all okay. They're all usually okay. You have to replace the hose. It's going to set you back. Why does it have that hose
0: coming out of the side of it?
1: Because it's easier to drain. Like when you have that limo tank filled to the top with chemistry when you're doing two rolls, right? It's heavy. Okay. So the the that and also you're going to be reusing all your chemicals, but you're also dealing with chemicals that are a little bit yeah. more harsh. So you need to be more controlled with how you pour them out.
0: That's the be.
2: How do you load those darn things? It's you just don't ratchet them in like a Patterson. Yeah. You is there a to. loader?
1: There's not a loader, but it it's a pancake. If you've never yes. seen it looks
2: like a pancake. Yes, correct. You
1: you loop the film on the inside of the core, hmm You put you screw the top on, and you just churn it and you kind of hold the film crooked. <sighs> sure. And you that churn makes sense. the tape. Right. And actually one of the a a good life hack for that is find an old turntable that's crappy, that doesn't work. You put the pancake on top of the turntable, you spin it, and you just hold it and then let it go.
2: Uh, I would suspect that had I watched your video, I would know this answer.
1: Well, I I don't show how to do it on the on okay. my video because there is there are multiple videos on YouTube on how to do it that are really okay. good, and that's actually how I learned. Was
2: mm-hmm. from
3: YouTube. So I went back and found this this um, Kodak publication, and it's techniques information from Kodak. These are from the I think the seventies. Small batch reversal processing of Kodak black and white films. Up to 100 feet of 60 millimeter film, so it'd be double eight, right? If you, so um, Kodak Direct Positive, Panchromatic, Panatomic X, Plus X, Tri X, there's some other ones. So they give you the, they tell you all the steps and the solutions that you need, but they also give you the formulas for making those. That's what's missing from some of these places. So if you want to use Kodak Developer D67, ah. it tells you exactly what you need: replenisher, mm-hmm. fogging developer, all, clearing bath, all these things.
0: Meanwhile, sci-fi home movies available on regular 8 and super 8.
2: He's still dreaming. Here's he is. a random
0: sampling of some of the strangest science fiction mm-hmm. films of all time. A thing comes from another world while Trog is a prehistoric man who comes from another time based on the Ray Bradbury story. It came from outer space. I own that, uh, the 3D version. You yes. do? Yes.
4: Yes,
5: it came from outer space to fill the world with terror. To bring you unforgettable suspense. What was it? Where did it come from? Who were the all-powerful creatures it brought from outer space? And what did they want on Earth? You can learn the amazing answer only when you see the most thrilling picture in years. It came from outer space. In the astonishing realism of three dimension, with objects coming right out of the screen, so real they almost touch
0: See, once you talk about serious chemistry, I start drifting off. Like, noticed. oh, let me look at the back of this famous monster. Oh, do In the silent void of outer space,
5: puny man matches his cunning against a monster from Mars, running rampant, howling for all the flesh and blood on Earth.
1: to wake this show up so
0: most people are not going to want to do the reverse process at home correct
1: because the bleach step a lot of the films do need a harsher bleach step which is using a chemical called potassium dichromate which is extremely hazardous okay that's what kind of
0: it's easier to put your film in an envelope and send it to dr5
1: but it's manageable i i do it i'm still here yeah, yes, yes. As
0: far as I'm as far as I know, commercially isn't DR5 like the only commercial outfit <laughs> that is going to So if you shoot you oh. a 200 uh, at uh I don't know what, 50 ISO mm-hmm. and then you send it to DR5, mm-hmm. he's the only game in town, right? Yes, I think you're right. Folks at home listening, this whole home movie thing, full circle. Seriously, it's, it's almost like mind-boggling. I don't want anybody who's thinking about picking up a
1: movie camera to go yeah, but I'm not good. It's like just, first you should just try it. If you can take movies with an iPhone, you can no. pick up a movie camera. <laughs>
2: well, maybe. And, but,
1: uh... and do something. But if you want to make good movies, honestly, Mike, I mean, Mike has seen my home movies. They're not, I'm not a good photographer at all. Like, it's I'm nice not.
2: when you look at it. The most current one that Mike put up with the little masking tape, um... Uh, no tape. What, what what do you call that? Well, it's a graphic. It's, okay, masking tape graphic. It's just like this, just all fits so. And you just do it, you just think, oh, this is cool. This is great. This, and you just accept it. You don't mm-hmm. think, oh, that's a little tight. Oh, that crappy. Oh, that horror See, you, you don't see any flaw in it. You just enjoy it. And mm-hmm. I want people just to enjoy it mm-hmm. and not see the flaw in it. Mm-hmm. I guess. But shut up and listen, girl.
0: Well, Mike. Oh well. You're the vide- I think for folks. At home and Leslie shooting stills Who never picked up a a movie camera I I do believe that some people have a knack for it And some people don't Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm trying to encourage Leslie just to try it Right, that's what I'm saying Because I have plenty of film And we have a scanner here And it'll be awesome just to do it as an experiment And I was going to mention to Leslie To kind of do it almost from a still perspective Of find that And you've done it with your uh, With your With your Maybe your Lomo Instant Square. Did you own one of those? I sure do. The beautiful instant shot of the nighttime? Yes. You know, Leslie found a pole to lean against.
2: Because I didn't have a pod. To grab a
0: shot or have a pod. And I know, you know, Matt is not here today, but, you know, I don't shoot on a tripod. I have a hard time shooting on a tripod. Well, Mark, you you shoot on a tripod. I shoot a tripod. I just have a hard time with it.
2: It seems like you're always kind of fighting it a little bit. Is that it? It just takes too long. I'm so impatient. It's gangly and, yeah. Angles never last. Although I have a new little accessory ordered for a tripod coming in. Might be good for that. That I thought maybe I'd talk about in a future show, so I won't go into it. But
0: But you do need to be steady, you do need to have a Uh steady hand. And usually I just break shots into you know, for me, also my years of experience shooting moving picture weddings on video mm-hmm. all comes into play of of being trained to shoot. So anything I shoot, most even the, the, the film tests I'm doing for YouTube are usually an establishing shot, a wide shot of the exterior of something. In the case of the most recent, it was the TV Land Diner in Pompton Lake, so it's like there's the exterior And it's usually like, you know, one, two, three, four, five. I get five seconds of it. Now, I'm using hand-crank cameras, so, you know, I only have 30 seconds, 25 to 30 seconds anyway per shot. Uh, Many times I'll start on a shot like uh, of a building high up. Like here in Fairlawn is the tower. So when John Fideli and Owen went to get the bagels, I... Out of one corner of my eye, I knew they were driving in the driveway, so I... <laughs> I'm sorry I'm knocking one, my mic over.
1: One Mr. Brown, <laughs> and he's knocking crap so over. So I
0: started on the tower. No zoom, it's just one fixed focal. So, tower. Of power. Tilt down, tilt down. Oh, there's John's car. John passes. I go with him. He parks. I stop. I walk up to him. Start the camera. Owen's getting out of the car with a bag of lunch. John's making a funny face. Thank goodness. They walk past the camera. Great. Next shot inside. So I kind of like put a little story
1: in my head together Got it, of
2: exactly People of like expecting
1: something entertaining. I guess maybe that's a big difference, right? With a still image, it, you're sort of it's static. So when they're watching something that's moving, they're expecting something to happen.
0: You, it, it's it's creating an illusion, and the big downfall of of super low budget independent films, and God knows. I have had plenty of experience with it, is that things like flaws, bad sound, um, bad shots, shaky camera, it takes the viewer out, and they notice all of a sudden they're realizing they're watching something that sucks. Yeah.
6: <laughs> yes.
0: So when I shoot these little camera tests, I do everything I can within X amount of time to, to make them flow and as entertaining as possible, and I'm big on sound, because these are all shot silent. Right. So I lay in sound beds to bring a viewer in. In the case of the the Henrik, there was underlying sound, yes. which was, by the way, from the BBC Sound Library, which is free online.
1: Oh, didn't know that.
0: Yep. That's For that's non-commercial awesome. use, you just Google BBC Sound Library. And it's, this is London. Yes, and then a little box comes up. You could search, so I type in, like, suburban neighborhood, Mm -hmm. and then it won't, you know, it'll be be 1969 suburban, you know, and it won't exactly fit, but it fits enough.
2: It fits enough. Yes. Because as I was watching that, it hit me, this is silent, Mm. and he Mm -hmm. added it in. I so accepted it because it was correct.
1: Have you guys seen that They Shall Not Grow Old? N- no did you see that so that's a great example of laying in sound it was shot silent well so it's restored um original footage from world war I.
0: Oh, interesting
2: the name of that again
1: um they shall not grow old okay and so they actually brought in i believe somebody who reads lips yes to actually record um what the person the is saying in the film and then also uh. to add in sound effects the sounds of gunfire, the sounds of yep. people talking in the background. I mean, and the restoration job on it is out of this. I've never seen anything like it. You, If you watch it, if you've ever seen a clip of World War One footage, you know, it's jumpy, it's filmed at the wrong speed, The scratches everywhere. These films look like they, after they restored them, they look like they were shot yesterday. It's unreal.
2: How do I end it? You can't just, like, stop a scene and they're hanging there. Do you have to kind of really just storyboard this whole thought in your mm. head? Is that...
0: It doesn't have to be – I don't my, – my short films today end very abruptly because the purpose of my films is to test the film stock. Sure. So the person watching the film is someone interested, someone interested in seeing like, oh, Kodak 7294, high-speed negative, mm-hmm. aged 30 years. This is what it looks like. But I'm just trying to present right. it in a way – watching a silent film – and believe me, I watch many on YouTube. There are lots of Super 8 yeah. Vacations. N- new, modern. Yes. They're three minutes. I find it difficult as a viewer to get through them without sound, unless the images are, are very compelling. And most are not compelling.
1: Well, and maybe maybe the solution is for people who don't want to like edit in sounds of horse feet and all that stuff. You know, music is fine, too, right? I mean...
0: Uh, well, um, y- you have to go to a, co- a, a, a public commons a yeah. library. Lots of that on YouTube. Yes, there online. is. So, yes, there is. Um, you do need I, to, yeah.
1: Are we talking about, Leslie, making a film or taking some home movies? Because I think there's a difference. Because I feel like it's almost as though I you're don't,
2: treating I, it as, I don't as have, shooting a film. I don't story. have home.
0: I was going to... <laughs> <laughs> where, where do you
2: live? I live in a van down by the by river. river. If
0: right. Leslie or I shot home movies, there would be horror movies.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> people <laughs> being smothered. Or it would be people being smothered, or then a picture of my cat. Well, as as I remember, that was that the person driving
6: was um, um, Mike Russell. Yeah. <laughs> and then like a
1: bunch uh, of wild men. Yeah, and then the, what I thought was the funniest scene in the whole movie—they were taking a vote. They were taking a vote on which should they go after the escaped gorilla or the lean monster
0: as her agent, she has <laughs> no intention on shooting a mo- moving picture i am ask- I'm su- I am mm. suggesting i 'm mm-hmm. like, hey, Leslie, we have all this movie film here why don 't I send you and you have cameras yes why don 't i se- why don 't you shoot and I was going to suggest things that to me I see Leslie really excelling at with stills, which are like when you shot the Derev pants at the county fair. I mean, yes. those shots were just so Gorgeous, yeah. great yeah, that and was children's in now, faces. I
2: do fair seasons, not for a couple months oh. away, but still. But you could there, shoot
0: right? fair season the same way you shoot oh. stills, except when you're getting oh. that shot, hold it for, for four seconds. So it's like one, two, three, four. That's it. You have your shot. It'll be the same as your still shots because it'll be that same two well, kids like on the this. hay. I think I
2: like this better than the Downton Abbey theme.
0: Well, Downton Abbey's challenged challenge because of the lighting situation.
2: I've got 3,200. I'd run it in my Lomo Kino. Okay. Can I do that? How much F-stop? Um,
0: Get out your Goss Luna Pro.
2: My Minolta meter four.
0: Because there. the Lomo Kino, a good girl. I, I don't have these specs in front of me, but, but I think. I think it's like one one-hundredth of a second.
2: Yes. And
0: then you have f five, six, eight, 8, or you, 11. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes.
2: yes. Of course, and that would be 35 millimeter, which I could handle and process that. But then, but I—the fair series it would be negative. pretty darn awesome on traditional movie film with your Agfa family. Yeah, looks so hip. Yeah, P- people are so come how, up to you and be how, like, "What is that?" They avoid me. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, the Agfa family is such a small camera.
2: Could is is a monopod benefic- beneficial? As benefit, maybe not as I know it isn't. Uh, just to keep you from swimming the horizon. If you're going to do a pan, does a monopod work as well yeah. as a tripod? It works great for panning, certainly. Yeah.
0: Uh, it, I panning. found that it wasn't working well for my Lomo Kino because the Lomo, the Lomo Kino, sorry, I keep hitting the mic. The Lomo Kino, because you're hand cranking it. The, the Lomo
2: it, Kino would be on a traditional tripod. It should be. Yes, because Yes, because you've got too much movement. Too much movement going on.
0: But for uh, Agfa Family, by the way, Uh Agfa Family is a Super 8 camera. I love it. It's adorable. It's it's a point-and-shoot. There's no focusing to worry about. I know a lot of folks have contacted me over the last few years about uh, getting the film sweats over ISO. Yes. Like, hey, I want to shoot 500T, but I noticed this camera, the highest ISO is 160. And it's just like... Yeah, just don't worry about it. If you're shooting indoors, let's say at a family event in a living room with just house lights on, like overhead lights, yes, 500T in one of these cameras, you just pop it in and shoot, and the negative is so forgiving, 200T, 500T. The latitude is so wide, I got to put new batteries in that, that it's perfectly Show fine. Show me it
2: sideways so they can see the round, the shape of it. By the way,
0: the Agfa family, as Owen and I know, mm-hmm. it's a modular system. Yeah, the camera... It had a projector that was like a rear projection box, so you yes. could like watch it on like a TV type I thing. I didn't
2: know that. How awesome! Yeah, had a whole family of accessories,
1: accessories? that were all very much like this, and it was really uh, it was much bigger in the UK. Some than kind it was of a little
2: here. hot uh, bulb unit that had a battery, maybe that slipped in that cold on shoe on the yep. top. Mm-hmm. I originally saw it and just absolutely adored it because this camera is nearly perfectly round. There's nothing else like it. Nothing else like it. The bottom half is where you put your hand through, so it's probably what I'll shoot my little movies on. But uh, um, I, I'll try to keep uh, encouraged about this and maybe do a little um, uh, county fair
0: series on. Right, it. and these are um, hard to find in the U.S. eBay.
2: Yes, because they
1: were they were made in Germany, of course, being Agfa, um, and they but they were very big in the U.K.
2: I suspect I purchased mine. I don't think anyone gave it to me. And I many times on eBay, I will simply just Google camera unique, camera weird, weird camera yeah. odd, camera strange. And if it came up, it probably would have um, tripped me Speech- into buying it. Yeah. yeah, so I think that may have been how I acquired mine. I really don't think it was given There's to so me. There's so many
1: good cameras out there. Uh, yeah, and I don't think you should be too nervous about Film speed, unless you have a very specific application. If you're so, doing w- stuff so indoors. what would
2: what would? Oh no, this is a um, uh, cartridge Super Eight. Mm-hmm. So, what what am I going to? Ectochrome. Oh, that's pressure. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. You know, black and white. Oh, it's so forgiving. It's my thing. Ectochrome. You'll be fine. Ooh, great. At the county fair, even. Can you imagine the yeah. night scenes when the? Or the evening, oh, it's a, it's so and, I think
0: this might be so. a four wheeler, Owen. A four-wheeler? A four-wheeler. Like oh, f- my gosh.
2: Oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so I'm... I'm And uh, you're stocking Ektachrome Super 8 in the <laughs> FPP store? That's right.
0: Great. Very excited maybe about I'll that. Maybe I'll get
2: some before uh, I leave today and have it. Check my camera out, of course. Right. Well, you, well you know, I,
0: I don't want to, you know, um, shift you from what you... Your vision. Did you envision this in black and white?
2: Maybe. Okay. Until I just thought about that's not going to be 8. It's going to be Super 8. <laughs> super 8 triax. Well, Super 8 triax. x yeah, nice. yeah. But a fair is yeah, well, so much color. That's why I just asked you, um, yeah. what are acceptable speeds in this? Everything. Everything. Yeah. Slam it in and go because the cassette will key it in? No, I don't have the well, specs in front
0: of me, but I'm guessing this maxed out at 160. At
1: 160 or 200
0: maybe okay. at
2: the most. Got yeah. it. So really, Ectochrome would be absolutely that ideal per- for Actichrome that. It would
0: be perfect. We don't have a list of, maybe you know of. But there are a series of cameras that they have um, cartridges are tabbed. They got a key. Correct. Most, mm-hmm. yeah. most. It's called the key. So, so some cameras. What was the highest ISO back in the day? I don't have an answer. Some you. of the Nikon's, I could swear I saw well, you know up to like
2: 400 ISO. That's, I think it's 400. Which probably. I can't imagine it'd be more than that. And it was you know it was a little little lever inside the camera that. The cassette was notched, and it just all matched. It was like putting 400 in uh, a 110 camera. There was a little key it punched in. Right.
0: This has an Agfa move-around lens.
2: Yes!
1: Hilarious. Well,
0: minute. I'm all
2: excited about it now. You so should be. Thank you guys very much for that, because...
1: Uh, and when you project it on the wall, you'll you'll be hooked. That'll be it. I, oh, you'll be able to project it on the wall. I will.
2: Right. I have a traditional movie screen. You're gonna, you're gonna, gonna gonna, even have all to... of a
1: sudden, Leslie's going to be ordering cases I, of ectochrome. I...
2: That would be that would be really interesting if that happened because I I got a lot of mental barriers to get over for me to shoot a movie that I
1: you heard it here
0: first film so, yeah that's right You heard it here first that's right uh, mm-hmm. podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. dot com please do send us an email uh, let us know uh, what you think of these uh, uh, movie episodes talking about motion picture film if it interests you. Uh, if it doesn't interest you, if it doesn't, you could send us an email yelling at us by putting letters and all. You know, you, you're, no one's
1: feelings will be very hurt.
0: All use all caps. You'd get a better uh, better ratings if you know use r- proper keywords.
1: Oh. You ain't to lay there telling me that George fell into his French <laughs>
0: horn. <laughs> we'll read that. Well, how could you watch
1: oh. some of the some of the stuff that we're talking about? Uh, oh, uh, film photography tube.
0: Go to YouTube. Type in "film photography tube." That's our channel. Please, you know, give us a like. Leave subscribe. some comments. Subscribe. Just
1: do it. Just press like.
0: But each video that I've been doing lately, they're short. They're like two to three minutes, and it's just a film stock test. And I'm, over the coming weeks, you're going to probably be seeing a lot more because I'm just shooting. It's, it's a my struggle is to shoot something other than the exterior of this building, sure. the water tower. You know, the yes, outs- exterior... about this. Manhattan is... How far away is Manhattan? Manhattan is... It's it's about 40 minutes away. Right. But just stepping off the bus or getting out of my car at Port Authority, there is so... Much, you could just literally Stand point there. the camera yeah. on the street and just have people walk by you, and it's, it's amazing. Right.
1: So, there you go. There's your assignment.
0: But I haven't even gone down to Fairlawn... <laughs> You know, to like the you know the outside the town hall. I mean, think about it. When I think of home movies, I do think Leslie of so many. Like you can go like Finlay Town Hall. You know, Finlay landmark buildings. Um, What's the name of the burger joint? Wilson's. Wilson. You know, classic. Sure. Like you could put the camera on a tripod and shoot Wilson's for two minutes because you could do a voiceover. Anyway, wish me luck, everyone. You'll be fine. You'll be great. Yeah. So that's it. We're gonna sign off. That okay,
1: that's
2: great.
0: Okay, <laughs> thanks, Owen, for hanging with <laughs> us, and thanks, Leslie and Mark. He, thank he, you all. Mark thank left. you guys. Mark left a while ago. All See right. you, Mark. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> the george fell into his French horn <laughs>
4: to be temperamental. I think I've just been unfortunate in meeting every temperamental artist in this business. I'm no, temperamental. That's all. Why do you think they're temperamental? Because of the. Um, uh, it's difficult to find the work just because of the nature of the work they're doing. But do you think it might? Do you think it might be because they get too much power? No not, I would say, too much stress on themselves, given them false, uh, false, uh, ideals. How's it going? Mm-hmm. Fire it up.
5: Yeah, you need a beer pack for me. You
4: don't want to I it this one, do you? Yeah, it's simple. Alright. The initial shock's over. Yeah. Thank you. Do I get ten out of ten for that? Yeah. Far out. <coughs> Tell you what, another bit is, which Bobby could probably have got into, but I don't think it was explained enough in the question, so he didn't actually get into really talking about it, and that is. There's one track on the record that is about violence, Right. I'm into that. And it's called... It's called mm-hmm. us and there. Simply because whenever you're in a violent situation, there's always like you who's... digging, Right. And there's, uh, and there's two very different things. Right. And one of the questions that we asked the others was when was the last time you thumped somebody? Why did you do it? Did you think you were in the right? Do you still think you were in the right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Last well, time I thumped anyone it was only the other day as a matter of fact. I was driving along the road towards the Northwood Hills where my brother lives. And this cat in front of me he was driving his car and all of a sudden he stopped and opened his door. And from where I was in my truck, I could see that he never looked in his mirror. Dig it? I could see that he never looked in his mirror. He just opened his door, which caused me to swerve on the other upper, upper side of the road, very narrowly missing an oncoming motor car. So I pulled in, and like a gentleman, I went up to him and I said, now look, man, like, that ain't cool. Like, the thing to do, man, if you're going to stop your car, you stop, you look in your mirror, and if there's nothing about you open your door. I said, but, like, you never done that, and, like, it nearly cost me my life. I said, like, well, then the guy was very rude. He was rude. In fact, his last words to me were, he called me a long-haired git, so I felt compelled, well, as soon as he was that rude, I had to, like, retribution was close at hand. So that was the last time I was violent, about three days ago. And you think you were justified? You put one Definitely. In. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because the thing is, man, is, like, when you're driving on the road, I mean, like, you get a person who's that rude, I mean, they're going to kill you. So, like, if you give them a quick sh- short, sharp shock, they don't do it again. Dig it? I mean, he got off light, because I could have given him a flash, you know, I only hit him once.
6: Ha ha ha
5: serious to be cause for alarm, but it is decidedly delicate. Rest is the important thing. What curious change has it made in her? You must have noticed it. It is perhaps the narcotic. Hyocinth affects certain people very oddly. One cannot be sure. Sometimes these cases take strange forms. The victim becomes in a sense mediumistic. A vehicle for all the intangible forces in operation around her. It sounds like a lot of supernatural baloney to me. Supernatural perhaps, baloney, perhaps not, there are many things
6: under the sun. Every day, I think about you every day, anywhere.